Hi, it's Dre Binley, and you are listening to Devotions with Dre. I'm a worship leader and semi-cynical Jesus follower from Southern California, and I created this podcast because sometimes I feel like God highlights something to me or teaches me something cool from the Bible, and I like to share those things with whatever people would like to listen. So thanks for listening, and please feel free to message me on Instagram at Binley Worship if you'd like to share anything that you feel like God's showing you too. So here we go. Hello. I want to share a brief devotion today. It's something I've been thinking about the last few days. It feels like God is telling me something, so I just get excited about these different topics and these different verses in the Bible when my brain finally, the light bulb comes on and something clicks, and I just feel like sharing it with you guys. So this is a short devotion called Strongholds and Strong Towers. So there's a definition in a verse, and hang with me because I have kind of a relevant story slash application at the end. Psalm 9 verse 9 says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. This word stronghold is supposed to mean a defensive structure, a tower, a lofty and less accessible place, a high and hard to reach location. The Hebrew word, which I'm almost certainly going to mispronounce, is miskav or miskab because I don't speak ancient Hebrew. But this word strong tower or stronghold also appears in Psalm 144 and a bunch of the Psalms. But David says here, the Lord is my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield in whom I trust. So there's this sense of God protecting us, God being the one we run to when we're in trouble. In deliverance ministry, there's a lot of talk about strongholds because there are things besides God that can set themselves up in different high spots in our souls and in our lives. And just like David took the high tower, the stronghold of Jerusalem and made it the capital of his kingly reign, God desires and is eager to take over these strongholds, these high places in our lives and use them for his glory to um, to overtake what the enemy has set up and purify it and fill it with his spirit instead. Um, yeah, he can occupy them. So Psalm 37, 32 verse 7, fun story before I share this verse. Yesterday, I sat down at the piano and started singing. I had way too much to do, so I think I was kind of procrastinating, but also kind of just longing to connect with God after a really busy season. And the line from No Longer Slaves that says, you surround me with a song, popped into my head. So I just kept seeing this line kind of over and over again. You surround me with a song. And I thought something was on that. I felt something stirring that maybe God is surrounding me with a song somehow. I didn't really know what it meant. Well, unbeknownst to me, the people at Bethel, the songwriters that wrote No Longer Slaves, actually were taking that from a scripture that I guess I've read and just glossed over until today. Today, the day after I sing, you surround me with a song for like 45 minutes at the piano. I opened my devotional this morning and it says, Psalm 32, verse 7. You're my hiding place. 
You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Didn't know that was in there. Didn't know that the writers of No Longer Slaves <laughs> took that and made their first verse out of it. Um, I don't know exactly what David was thinking about when he wrote that. And I still have a lot to discover and understand. I need the Lord to reveal more about why David wrote, You Surround Me With Songs of Deliverance. I don't know if he was thinking about Jericho, because the army of Jerusalem was told to surround this, the stronghold city of Jericho with songs for seven days, and that essentially cut them off from their re resupplies, you know, and, and weakened the stronghold over time just as the Israelites praised Yahweh. And then the stronghold was able to be overcome. So I don't know if that's what David was referring to, but I do think that God is talking to me, and maybe he'll use this to talk to some of you, about this concept of surrounding us with a song in this season. So I looked it up today, and Max Lucado has a blog about this. He says, Stronghold appears at least 50 times in the Bible. And of course, we know that means it's a fortress with difficult access. And uh, Max, I'm going to quote him here. He says, We do not grit our teeth and redouble our efforts. No, this is the way of the flesh. Our weapons are from God. They have divine power to demolish strongholds. And of course, he's referring to Second Corinthians for, uh, chapter 10 there. Um, our weapons are not flesh and blood. They have divine power to demolish strongholds and everything that sets itself up against uh, the truth of Christ, right? So he's saying... We, when we have a stronghold in our life, maybe he's talking about habits, hang-ups, areas of wrong belief where we just can't quite come into alignment with God's will and God's truth, even though we're trying. What we don't do is just keep trying. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of weird, but um, what we do is let God empower us with his spiritual weapons, and apparently that includes songs. So God's way of delivering us from trouble, maybe his means of protecting us even, could be surrounding us with a song. And isn't that so like God? It just makes me smile that he would use something so innocuous, something so non-threatening as a song to somehow deliver and protect people in the highest sense. Like I see this picture of the Holy Spirit gently encircling somebody with a song somehow and but it's so pure and so you know coming from his pure and perfect love that like nothing can touch it and nothing can stop it this song becomes the powerful means of deliverance in our lives he has taught me over the years that songs are spiritually powerful and that his love is pure. So I feel like that is, there's some sort of truth in that. He heals because he loves and he heals with this gentle song that surrounds us and protects us. And it made me think of, and I ended up singing this <clears throat> at the end of my little worship time in my living room yesterday, that old, it's an older worship song. It's called, Lord, I'm amazed by you. I don't think Jared Anderson wrote it, but he like made it big. Uh, but maybe he did write it. I could be wrong. 
And of course, the first verse says, you dance over me while I am unaware. You sing all around, but I never hear the sound. Lord, I'm amazed by you, how you love me. That's kind of just fits the same theme that I feel like God is just showing me in the spirit that he's surrounding me with a song. I don't fully know what it means. When I was in Nashville last time, I went to hear my friend share her original song at her one of her uh, churches that she sings at sometimes. And when I walked in, this woman later told me that she saw in the spirit this circle of like music notes around my belly and like around my waist, the whole way around, it was like floating. So it was a literal picture. I mean, it was a vision. It was a spiritual picture of God surrounding me with a song. And I never, oh man, I never thought about that until today when all this topic came back up. I just thought he was showing her that I'm a songwriter. But I think there's a little more to it than that. Um, so that's the season I'm in. It's really funny. It's really sweet for God to be talking to me about this. Um, that with so much heaviness and so much struggle and so much battle that many of us have been going through and maybe are going through even today, wherever we find ourselves, that he would just simply kind of show up and like sing. But that because of who he is, it really does change everything. He doesn't need to bust out some gnarly, powerful, semi-automatic weapon. He just needs to like be <laughs> he just needs to like enjoy his kids and just fill them with his presence and like we can literally overcome anything in the world um, because he sings over us because we're his so maybe ask God today if you want to help you hear the song that he's surrounding you with to open your spiritual ears to see how he dances and sings over you to see how he delights in who you are and in your life and who he created and just to open your eyes to the gentle ways that he is working that he is healing even here and now uh, matter of fact let's pray really quick if you're still with me thank you so much for watching this video i really appreciate you guys um, taking the time out of your facebook scroll to pursue god with me and just to hear a little bit about what he's been talking to me about for whatever reasons that i'm sure will keep unfolding so let's just talk to him and pray God in heaven, uh, we don't take it lightly and we don't take it for granted that you care about us. And we love the ways that you work. <laughs> it's your gentle but unrelenting and, and pure and powerful love that surrounds us, that changes us, that heals us, that saves and delivers us when nothing else can. And it's so beautiful, God, the way you work. You are so creative so musical and so gentle and so loving and um we're your kids and so it's just it's fitting because of the perfect father that you are that you would sing over us that you'd surround us with songs of deliverance and that you'd break every stronghold that has set itself up in our souls and in our lives simply by being who you are because you never change and there's no fault in you and you're so holy and so we just stand in awe of you we quiet ourselves before you we humble our hearts and bow and we enter into the throne room of the most high king with reverence and awe with trembling and a holy fear because you're the king 
And yet we feel your gentle welcoming, we feel your love, and there's nothing like it. And we know truly that is our lifeline in this and every season. We worship you for who you are, and we can't wait for everything you have to bring us and to sing around us. We, we trust you. We pray these things in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Thank you, guys.